Hello, and welcome to Life on 10. Hello, friends of Life on 10. This is Angela with a sinus, something going on, and... And me. Hopefully not going to catch the sinus, You're not something gonna going catch. on. It's no, not I'm contagious. It's I really, not contagious. I'm, I'm good. I don't care. I, I'm totally... I'm not going to say I'm totally over the like constant fear of somebody coming near you and you're like, oh my God, you sound sick. Stay away. You know, that's kind of gone away for me. Really? I'm back to just kind of normal. If you sound a little bit sick, like, hey, are you otherwise feeling okay? Like you're on the mend. Okay, good. As long as you're on the mend, you're probably fine. Yeah. You don't have a fever. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm back to that kind of stuff because I think we got, we all, rightfully so, we all kind of freaked out for a little while. Of course. Um, and now things are doing so much better. I think we I don't can kind of, did we freak out or we were just being cautious? Oh, I, we were, I think it was both. Just, there was both. There was a combination of okay. both because there was other viruses beyond besides COVID. This is true. That had been there forever. And like my kids would, my, my kid would like sniffle and I'd be like, Oh my God, he's got COVID. And I'm like shoving swabs up his nose. And poor kid just probably had a regular virus that he was going to get anyway. Oh, right. So yeah. I just, you know. Things that we never even thought about or cared about before. Now we kind of like went nuclear and freaked out. Yes. And yes. I think we're kind of coming back to, to with the with the caveat of what? you always need to keep your kids home from school if they're sick. Right. Definitely. Because you don't want to oh, get, yeah, yeah, you don't want to keep. And get definitely if they have a fever. Yeah, they exactly. not be in school. But that's not what we're talking so, about today. No, that is not what we're talking about. We just went on a tangent. We apologize for that. Um, For me, I, I'm, I'm just shocked because... N- you're probably not going to believe this, but I have not had anything probably in 15 years. I just do not catch. Wow. That's a solid immune system. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So I'm like, what the hell? What? Sorry. What the heck is going going on? on? What's going on? But I think I'm, this is what I'm thinking. Um, friends of life on 10 audience. I just came back from London and I'm like that, that, um, plane, that flight, all jet lag all of that's going on just having an amazing time not resting just constantly yeah. on the go eating drinking and yep. all of that my body was like oh we're gonna get you yep. <laughs> gonna and get then you, you got like london bugs right you yeah, know you things well, that you're not used true. to being well, that's around true i yeah. haven't been to london before exactly. <laughs> Do <they have> different <laughs> bugs <laughs> Well, I mean, you, usually, I mean, things circulate around the world, right? People are traveling so much that I don't really think so. But hey, you never know. There could be just some strains over there that you haven't really come in contact with recently. You never know. Well, I'm going to chop it up with that. I think okay. it's the plane. I okay. think I blame it all on the plane. Well, I, I yeah. tried to wear my mask yeah. all the time, but that was a 12-hour flight. Exactly. Anyway. You can't do it. Anyway. Anyway, so here, here we go. We're, we're, we're back on topic. Back on topic. Today, we are going to revisit... Um, a topic we sort of uh, touched upon before, but we're going to look, take a different perspective and um, don't, don't push pause when I say this. (laughs) (laughs) We want you to keep listening to us. We're going to talk about weight, 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 weight. God, I hate weight. I hate weight. Like I've hated (laughs) weight my whole life. I hate weight. Okay. I hate weight. I hate the concept of weight. I hate, Everything about weight. Well, yeah. what's interesting now, um, I think uh, as a society, a culture, what we are really focusing on now, I'm hearing a lot about, is no body shaming. Yeah. No body shaming. And when I just delved in a little bit more, like, okay, what, what, so what are, what are we talking about? We say no body shaming. Sounds good, right? Sounds fantastic. 
well, what does that really mean? And so the more I'm um, looking at more shows that have um, heavy women mm-hmm. or or full-figured women yeah. or women on and 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 they are in little skimpy outfits and yeah. <laughs> they are so I'm like oh okay I, okay so I get it now we're saying nobody shaming you do not have to be a size zero yeah. you don't have to have a uh, six-pack abs exactly. you exactly. don't need to be toned and tight which was like on to be very honest for me it was always like no it has to be tight it yeah. has to be this and yep. that you yep. know if I'm going to show it yep. it's got to be amazing exactly and so now it's we've changing changing mm-hmm. and I think that's fantastic absolutely I think it's fantastic absolutely. and I also I talked to you a little bit about this am wondering if our message, which is body positivity, and that's that's what we want. I think it's amazing. Very happy we're there. I'm also wondering if we we want to say body positivity and also healthy. Yes. Yep. I so, think. Go ahead. Yeah. So we had, and you we had brought this up before, and it was under it was kind of under the guise of like look, I'm hearing all these people talk about being body positive, but what about their health? I'm so worried about their health. And that is absolutely true. And I think that we need to look at both of these, honestly, in almost two separate ways, right? Okay. One is, I am so happy that this concept of body positivity and not being perfect is out there. Like, it feels so much better to be a mom wearing a bathing suit by a pool. Mm Mm-hmm. If you feel like, hey, I don't have to be perfect right now. I can just focus on playing with my kids. I can focus on just enjoying my life and being present in the moment Mm -hmm. and really not just dreading. Everybody dreads bathing suits. I mean, there's all these things like get ready for swimsuits. I mean, all these things. And it has nothing to do with health. No one is sitting there going, make sure you're ready for swimsuit season because it's better for you. No, it's all focused on how you look to other people. Absolutely. And so that part, I think, is freaking awesome if we can start changing that and not having this, like, get swimsuit ready because Mm -hmm. you want to go out there rocking it. Like, yeah, yeah, I'd love to. But after you've got a few kids and you, you know, or you're working all the time or whatever, you you may not be able to walk out there with a six pack. Like, come on, mamas. It's okay. And so I think that is awesome. However, just like you said, we always have to focus on your health and you can be overweight mm-hmm. and be healthy. So you can be, I mean, I look back to when I was in college, okay. right? I've always been overweight. Mm-hmm. I, it's, everyone knows this. If you've listened to our show, you all know this. Mm-hmm. I've always been overweight. I weighed almost 200 pounds when I was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have always been overweight. And, and I played softball my entire life. Like running, doing aerobics, you know, practicing hours every, I mean, just the amount of activity that I did. You were super athletic. I was so athletic. I mean, oh my gosh, I looked like, I look at my, like I had muscles on my lip. I mean, it was amazing. But I was, you know, I got married at 220 pounds and that was at the like height of me being a senior in college and been four years playing ball and Man, I was really, I mean, I had chub, absolutely. Right. I had fat, I had rolls, I, mm-hmm. I was overweight, I was obese. But I was super healthy. 
I was healthier then than I am now. And I weigh less now because I was just like exercising. I mean, I was Mm -hmm. a beast. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I lost the health part because I stopped exercising. I went to med, you know, I got out of college, Mm -hmm. went to med school, stopped exercising, ate all the bad things, and then just kept gaining weight, gaining weight, gaining weight. And Yes, I was young, which is fortunate that I didn't have a bunch of other things. Right. But I was I knew I was well on my way to not to badness, right? Like mm-hmm. diabetes, but all this kind of stuff. Um, and eventually when I got to three hundred pounds and I'm looking at my two babies, I'm going, I gotta do something about this. I wanna be healthy for them. I didn't do it because I wanted to look better. That was a mm-hmm. part of it. Right. But the main driver was I've got to be here for my babies, right? Mm-hmm. And so I did the weight loss surgery. I've lost uh, the weight. I'm still technically overweight. Like, you know, if you go with a BMI, I'm still technically overweight. However, I have good blood pressure. Mm -hmm. I have good cholesterol. I have all these things that you measure to look at your health. Right. I am rock solid. And that's, I think, what what we need to focus on is are you healthy? Are you fit? Are you exercising? Are you doing the things you need to do to be healthy? Yeah, uh, listener, <laughs> we have gardeners outside. Just oh, happened yeah. to show up. Sorry, and he's just standing there. Yes, dude, keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, Vanessa, I I think that's that's amazing because you know we we're talking about this off air that you can also be thin and have. Many different, you know, um, health issues. So it's, exactly. it's not it's not about necessarily size because you could be thin and not exercising, eating poorly, and and then somebody sitting beside you could be much heavier, but they're active. They're eat they they're you know eating great nutrition nutritionist meals, so they're going to be healthier. Exactly. And, and and now, mind you, usually. Mm-hmm. Weight follows diet and health, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, if you're eating a fantastic, you know, super healthy, like plant-based diet. Right. And you're exercising every day, chances are you're probably not going to be overweight. However, that is not necessarily 100% true. Say, I was going to no. say, because I know some overweight, very active vegetarians. Yeah. No, but sometimes it's because they'll eat a lot more carbohydrates or things like that. Mm -hmm. But we have realized in the weight world, Mm -hmm. the study of weight and obesity medicine has just blown up because it's such a big problem across the country, right? Everybody, I mean, the majority of Americans are overweight. So, you know, know, we need to deal with it. And now we are. We have great medications that are coming out that are making a huge impact in our lives. They're crazy expensive and no one can afford them, but eventually, hopefully they will be more affordable, um, you know, for us to, for us to use, but we're also looking at weight in a different way. We're not doing it in a shaming way. We're not doing it in the classic you're fat because you're lazy and you don't, you know, you're just a lazy slob because that's, what's been perpetrated, you know, my whole life. That's Mm -hmm. what I have. and, And I've always pushed back about like, dude, look at me. Yes. I am literally successful in every other aspect of my life. Like right. I am a pulmonary critical care physician. I don't think you could call that lazy. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. But I did not have the bandwidth to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. I was pushing and taking care of my family and my patients and all these things. And I was exhausted. And it was like, it was so hard to even think about exercising. Right. It was so hard to try to cook a nutritious meal, it was so much easier to eat fast food or go to the doctor's lounge and grab that donut or Mm -hmm. whatever, right? That was the easier thing to do. 
And then you build inappropriate relationships around food where you're like, I'm exhausted. That gives me a dopamine rush. I need a dopamine and you get it. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it, and then you add all these genetic and metabolic things on top of it, because it sounds like to me, Angela, you could walk around the doctor's lounge all day (laughs) and mac down on donuts left and right. And you may not gain weight. I don't Uh, know. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm, (laughs) (laughs) I'm putting you on the spot. You're going to become the most hated woman in America. So crazy. It's so crazy. Um, exactly. It is very, very true. So I, I, I shared my story way back when, but yes, for me, it was very different. So it was kind of the reverse. I grew up wanting to gain weight. I grew up eating everything in the world. They told me to eat. They said, eat ice cream, eat peanut butter at night, go to sleep. I remember the first time I was able to eat a whole Whopper in Burger King. I was just like, yay, I got a Whopper. I ate all the fries. I'm oh going to gain yeah. some weight. Yeah. I'm going to gain some weight. I have to. This is a lot of food. Ah. Got the strawberry milkshake, nothing. Yeah. I mean, nothing. I remember my friend said, oh, if you keep eating like that, you're going to wake up and it's like, it's going to be a whole nother side of you. Oh my gosh. And I was like, oh, hey, yes, oh let's so. do it. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Zero, nothing, nothing. Um. So yeah. And even still now I'm, I, you know, I'm much older I will say that I have gained some weight. Yay. Um, and the truth is, too, I work out. Yeah. You, like my you exercise sisters, a lot. Yeah. My sisters are not the same size. Yeah. We have the same DNA, the same genetics. I am the smallest of the three of us. Yeah. And um, not that I'm like, um, like, I'm just like, okay, I can't have anything but salad and this. No, because I love food. Yeah. And because I know I love food, I also exercise. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's, I mean, there's, there's, like I said, there's so many things that are just. Well, it's genes. Exactly. My mother was very tall and slimmer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you look at people who are overweight, you look at their family and generally their family tends to be overweight Mm -hmm. too. Um, And it's genes, but it's also uh, gut flora, the types of foods that you eat. I mean, there's just so many different things that are coming into, into what makes people and what triggers weight and weight gain and hormone imbalances and all kinds of stuff. And then the types of foods you eat will then drive with the amount of processed foods that we have and the, the certain chemicals in the foods mm-hmm. make you want to eat more. It's just hands out. Design. Like when, yeah, yeah. It's totally designed that way. Exactly. I, I think also inactivity when, um, years ago, I don't know how many years ago this was, um, there's a doctor, his name is Dean Ornish, and I can't remember the name of the book. He was a cardiologist, but he did this study, and it was um, about France. Yeah. Because the, the, the I guess the, it's not, a, maybe it's an anomaly, not anomaly, but in France, they drink wine. Yeah. They eat red meat, mm-hmm. and they smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And they're healthier than Americans. Yeah. So the question is, how, why? Well, it's what they're eating. Right? Yes. They're not going to McDonald's every day. Exactly. (laughs) So when I was in Paris, what I noticed is that people shopped for their dinners almost nightly. On the way home from work, they would stop to the little shops and get the bread and the meat. So everything was fresh and it wasn't processed. The other thing I noticed is that they freaking walked everywhere. Yes. 
We don't do that. Yep. What do we do? We jump in our cars yep. and we drive exactly. everywhere. Exactly. So those were two of the reasons the thought is, is why it's so different. Yeah. Because you would think, you know, they're smoking cigarettes. They're drinking alcohol. Yeah. They're eating all of this red meat and lots of bread. Yeah. But they're not coming up with the same health hazards that we are in America. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it, there's, there's, there's a lot. There's just so much that goes into it. And then add into, you know, we have all the health aspects of, but I, I think getting back to the original, you know, topic or concern mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. the body positivity. Right. Um, there is a lot of emotional pain that comes with being overweight. Mm. And that I think a lot of people cannot, you, it's, I'm not going to say you can't understand because I, you know, I can understand potentially what it feels like to, to lose a, a close family. You know what I mean? You can, you can imagine or you can empathize yes. with somebody when they, when something bad happens to them without experiencing it. Right. right. We have that ability. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I truly don't know that people understand the full effects that come with being overweight, the, the full societal effects, mm-hmm. because it's not only are you getting the, the internal shaming that you do to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, we're our harshest critics. Of course. So every day you wake up and you judge yourself. Right. Then every day, other people are judging you in, in ways that they don't even realize you know, you, they don't treat you as well. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, my best friend just went through weight loss surgery and she has noticed how people treat her as drastically wow. different now that she's lost so much weight. Wow. And she said she had no idea that she was potentially being treated a little differently than she was. She did not know. I've said the same thing to you. Yes. I feel like my career advanced mm-hmm. significantly mm-hmm. in leadership once I lost the weight. It was like I was being seen for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had... Like I said, I had a nurse tell me I had more credibility once I lost yes, weight. Yeah. Um, so and- well, because a lot of that. So so this is this is because we, when when I think overall the collective we, when you look at someone who's overweight, extremely overweight, you make judgments. You yeah. immediately say, and I was talking to a doctor. Um, and a couple of doctors um, last month, and they were very honest about that. Was one of their um, biases. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was like unconscious, but it's like it really is a conscious bias. I have a bias against overweight people yeah. because even though you're trying not to, you're thinking in your mind when well, this person's lazy, they're they're not they're not following my recommendations. Yep. They you know, this is something that they're choosing to Correct. be. And so it's that judgment yeah. about this is a really irresponsible person. Yeah, exactly. And it and so people people find it very easy to discriminate mm-hmm. against fat people, mm-hmm. obese people, overweight people, because to them, it's a, it's a choice. Every yeah. it's it really, they're like, it's a choice. You choose to be this way. Mm-hmm. So you're fair game. Right. Um, it's kind of the way that, and then you get into issues where potentially people's weight infringe on other people's comfort. And that's when you get to airplane situations mm-hmm. and stuff like it's that. Tell us about that story. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and you know, the, like I said, there. <laughs> When, and I, I belong to a Facebook group, which is a doctor's bariatric group. And so it's a bunch of physicians that have had weight loss surgery. Oh. And if you were, to, if I were to say, what is the number one photo on that <clears throat> Facebook group that people share? Mm-hmm. The number one photo people share is them sitting in an airplane seat with the seat buckled and the armrest down and them totally confined to the seat. That is the number one thing that they share. And it's, it's 
I've made it. Like it's the pinnacle, oh the pinnacle of weight loss success is sitting in a freaking seat on an airplane, not infringing on other people's space, being comfortable with the seat belt strapped tight and a long, you know, belt, you know, wow. loose tail. That is the most shared photo because it is so traumatizing. It is so traumatizing is for so. us um, to, to do that. I mean, my best friend totally missed my 40th birthday party in, in Disney World. She's been there for every single important event of my life. And she did not come. She made up excuses why she couldn't come. Mm-hmm. I've got work. I've got it's around Christmas. And, mm-hmm. you know, there was all these excuses that she made. She realizes now she didn't come because she was afraid of the airplane ride and she didn't know what was going to happen to her on the, the rides. She thought she wouldn't fit on the rides at Disneyland or Disney World. And so she was she didn't want to deal with all that. That so is incredible. Now that she's lost all this weight, mm-hmm. she's like, I'm going to Disney with you every time you go. So we've gone to Disneyland a bunch and she's like hooked. She's she is so excited. She loves Disney now too because you know, because she can participate and she's mm-hmm. not afraid. Mm-hmm. Um and that's, See, that's, and that's how something much it that, that, yeah, I was going to say that is, that's a, just incredible in something that m- probably the majority of us don't even think about. Like, yeah. Like you just do it without a thought. And yeah. to think that that was so meaningful, that oh, yeah. meant so much. Yep. That really paints the picture. Yeah. It's, it's because it's, it starts, you know, the, the minute you walk onto that airplane, dealing with the, do I need to get a seatbelt extender? Who am I going to be sitting next to? Are they going to be kind? What kind of, you know, vibes are they going to be throwing me the entire flight? Mm-hmm. We do whatever we can to try to make you all comfortable. Oh my God. We, we tuck ourselves in and like, I mean, literally you should see the extremes that people that are overweight go to, to try to keep themselves to themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And not affect you. I sat next to a super skinny guy who threw his elbows out and had no problem infringing onto my space in my seat. Um, and it, and I know it was because he was like, you're fat and this is my space. Wow. And he wanted to make sure I was aware of that. A hundred percent. That was what so was going hurtful. on. Yeah. So hurtful. And so, but it's just funny, you know, he had no problem throwing his skinny ass around, <laughs> but God forbid the seat, the, you know, the, the armrest right. couldn't quite go down all the way because it was hitting my thigh. You know, um, it's, it's, and part of that is the airline industry, right? They've, these seats are ridiculous, They're guys. Ridiculous I mean, even for you. regular people, yeah. trust me, They're I just ridiculous. came from the flying. Yes, yes, exactly. I totally so, agree. Yeah. Um, I, so just to go back to, to, um, I think what we're really, really saying and focusing on is that loving the body positivity, loving it, no body shaming. I love it. I'm glad that we're there. And also, I would just love the tag right behind that and be healthy. And be healthy. And be healthy. No matter it's your just size. Not, yes. Yeah. No matter healthy whether at any two size. or 22. Exactly. Healthy at any size. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're not shaming you. We love your body. Love your body. Bless your body because yeah. it's carrying your soul around. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. And also take care of it. Exactly. That's all I want. That's, that's me. That's yep. just all I want to say. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. I love it. Um, I think um, the the seeing what what has made me so happy about the body positivity movement is seeing stars and like model type figures and things mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. coming out and like showing us this is what I look like without makeup on. 
Mm. This is what I look like without being airbrushed. Oh. Like, you know, world, we, we see such a warped version of these ideal bodies that we think that we have to look like that. And we all know that we don't. I mean, very few of us look Truly. like that. Yes. I mean, just very few people Truly. look that way. The Truly. majority of us, you know, have the cellulite, have the this, have, you know, what, even when you're thin, you yes. still have got all these, yeah, you know, absolutely. imperfections, right? And <laughs> that's the part that I really am excited about and hope that we can, as society, continue to advance on is just say, I agree. I know, agree. Just, you know, accept. And it's such a, I don't want to say cliche, we say it, and I know how hard it is, especially for women, is to accept who you are, celebrate who you are. Uh, I'm going to say one last thing before we, because I think we're coming on time, is one of the things that I do is what I call a body blessing Okay. <laughs> in the shower. Oh. Yes. So I'm in the shower. I don't do this every morning, but I do it often, and I mindfully bless my body nice for all parts my arms and I talk for being strong for allowing me to have held my my child for me to be able to write I every part of my body for my reproductive system for for allowing me to bring a child into the world for my legs I bless every part of my body and say thank you thank you because without you I couldn't do anything yeah you know, yeah. and so I invite you to create your own body blessing. I love that. I love that. Great. So own body blessing. Body blessing. Life on 10. Thank you so much for joining us. And as we depart, we say what we always say. Live your beautiful life on 10. Your 10. Bye bye. Bye.